0: Billah <laughs> Raman Rahib Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Wassalatu Wassalam Allah Sharafilam Yayb al Mursaleen, Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alalihi Wa Saviyusallam, Tasliman Kathiran Kathir Ahmadu. My brothers and sisters, we know the first hadith in Bukhari and Muslim, the first hadith in the Arba in which is the hadith narrated by Umar ibn al-Khattab who said, Rasulullah al said, that the reward of the deed, the reward for the deed is based on its intention. Now, we know the hadith, but what is it that we need to do? First of all, we have to see what is what is it that uh, constitutes niyyah? Any action, how do we check the niyyah? Again, Imam Nawab in his other book, Riyadh al in the Muqaddima, in the introduction, he says, al-ithar al-niyyah fi kulli am'al wa fi kulli aqwaal wa fi kulli ahwal al-barizatu wal-khafi He said the izhar, the expression, the awareness, uh, the bringing forward of the intention اعمال, in every action, اقوال, in all our speech, احوال, in all conditions, whether these things are visible, open, or whether they are hidden inside. Now, if you think about this, it shows an extremely high level of self-awareness. The importance of being aware of who I am, what I am, where I am, what I am doing, why I am doing it, uh, all of this. Extremely important to be aware of all of these things. And just being aware is not enough. Being aware with the intention of correcting that nia, to do that thing only for the sake of Allah. Now see the hikmah of this. If I am completely and totally and constantly aware of every speech of mine, everything that I say, and I'm, I have this in my mind that I am doing this only to please Allah, then it is impossible to say anything which is haram, to say anything which is a sin. Because if I'm saying something to please Allah, obviously, if I have a thought, for example, if I think of doing a ribat or damima or, uh, or, or slander or muhtan or uh, deceive somebody or tell a lie or use any bad language or anything, the moment the thought comes in my mind, the niya is there to say, you are going to do this to please allah now obviously allah is not pleased with this thing so i will not speak it so it is like a gateway it is like a protection from sin similarly for action every action whatever the action might be immediately if my niya is clear to me then i say well i'm about to do this should i do it or not obvious answer is no i should not do it because this is a sin And vice versa, if it is not not a thing, if it's a good thing, alhamdulillah, I do that with awareness. In every condition I find myself in. Now, what is the situation with conditions? There are two situations. One is, if the condition is good, alhamdulillah, then the position of the Muslim is to be thankful. And we say, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept me well and I am thankful to Allah. If the condition is not good, if it is some there is some pain, some suffering, some difficulty, then immediately Allah, we ask, we make istighfar, we make tawbah for the condition to go. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, for the, what is to be done when there is difficulties, make istighfar and tawbah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives. We do that and we behave with sabr. We don't complain, we don't cry, moan, groan, complain. No, we behave with sabr. Let's see the beauty of this. Now. What is it that corrupts the niyyah? Now, the ulama have mentioned several things. Uh, among them is, and usually the most common one, is the need for and the desire for name and fame. Right? I should be known. If I, for example, if my recitation is good, I want to lead salah, and the intention there is so that people can hear my recitation. Right? Uh, if you make, if you if you think, uh, many people think they are good speakers, they are actually not, but they think so. So if you are, if you think you are a good speaker, then you want to uh, make a speech or give a lecture or a ban or a khutbah or something, because the intention is, oh, I, I want to impress people. So this is one of the most important, one of the most important, things, one of the most common, not important, one of the most common ways in which the niya is corrupted by shaitan. Now you can extend that in terms of charity. In terms of salah itself, somebody standing like this, you know, bent down, and, and the people oh, look at his khushu But there's not khushu That that person is doing that to show people. Now the danger of that is that only Allah knows and only you know, right? So think about this: how tragic it is. For example, if the if the khari, if the imam is reciting in a beautiful way, beautiful khirat, but his intention is to is to please the people he is committing shirk while standing on the musallah. But the people themselves, they are, mashallah, because of this khirat, they are getting a lot of khushu in the salah. The people are doing well. Alhamdulillah. But this man, he is earning sin. He is committing shirk while standing on the musallah. How tragic is that? So the first and foremost thing to guard against is this desire to please people are real. The second one, is where this is related also to some form of material gain so for example the khatib or the imam is giving a khutbah and he is seeing in the, in the in the in the crowd he sees the president of the masjid he is seeing the treasurer of the masjid he is seeing this person who is a millionaire that person who is a big businessman and so on and he knows the business is haram he knows that this <laughs> this millionaire is doing something and he but he will not mention those things I'm not saying he should not, in any case, he should not take the person's name and mention, but saying, so for example, that interest-based banking is haram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared war because this person sitting there is a banker. So now you have a, a, a hidden desire that, you know, I, I must not say, let them not be displeased because they will give me some gift eh? or some kind of thing. Maybe they give me a raise, make me a head imam or the supreme imam or... <laughs> God knows what. So, that is the second one, which is looking forward to some material gain uh, from the people instead of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the two main things. I mean, there are many other smaller things that the ulama have mentioned, but these two, name and fame and money. Now, what to do? Imam Ibn Qayyim, he mentioned, I made a very beautiful, uh, he gave a very beautiful example. He said... If the niyyah at the beginning of the action and the niyyah at the end of the action is the same, then Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive whatever comes in between. Now, what does that mean? It means that you began the action with a good niyyah. Obviously, I mean, nobody will begin with a bad niyyah. So, if you begin with a good niyyah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be pleased with me. Now, when the action is finished, check your niyyah again. If the, if the, if the niyyah is still the same, that alhamdulillah Allah should be pleased with me. Then Imam al said that, uh, not Imam uh, al-Khaim, he said that in between if the niyat went here and there, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive. But if the beginning is good and at the end you find yourself as subhanallah, you know, I went off somewhere else. Now I, my, 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 my mind is where, oh, so and so. is. Then he said, making ista'far and tawbah is wajib, otherwise your action is not accepted, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will. We'll remove this action. So, uh, we'll reject this action. So, it's very important to keep checking the Nia again and again. Some of the Ormai have given a very nice example. They said that imagine that you are going through a big market fair or something, right? Lot of people are milling around here and there. And you have money in your pocket. You've got your wallet. You've got money in your pocket. How will you go through that fair? You will have one hand on that pocket, right? You will not you won't leave it alone you won't get distracted by the people because there are pickpockets and if you get distracted they will steal your money so your con- one at least one part of your brain is engaged in that is my is my money safe so the ulama said that this is the way we must guard our niya. constantly keep on checking is my niya safe or not is it being corrupted by shaitan is somewhere is it going away to say I you know you don't say I am doing it to please even the one who is doing it won't say that but that is what is happening in the heart and as I said only Allah knows we don't know nobody else can know and that is the reason why it's so dangerous it's so so important to be constantly aware and this is the beauty of Islam see the degree the granularity to which uh, this congruence between thought and feeling and speech and action all of these, Must be in congruence. Then, inshallah, we are safe. But if these things, if there is a dissonance between them, that the thought is something, and then the speech is something else, and the action is something else, then this is a sign of nifaq. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our hearts with ikhlas, with ikhlas uniyah, with the sincerity of intention. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect our niyyah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the from qudwati the shaitan, uh, to protect us from the wasawis of shaitan, to protect us from all forms of corruption. Whatever actions we have, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept them and put barakah in them and to reward us in keeping with His Majesty and His <laughs>